Today is Tuesday, June 12, 2018, and you're listening to the official VIEW News. I'm Greg Pollack. And I'm Adam Jar. You can find links to all the stories we talk about in our weekly newsletter and on news.viewjs.org, which is now a progressive web app. This means you can install it on your Android phone and even subscribe to push notifications. If you weren't able to watch the live view contributor day, you can now view it on YouTube. It includes updates on the state of the view ecosystem from Evan Yu, Chris Fritz, the Nux brothers, myself, and other view contributors. Also, about two weeks ago, I did a live stream with Evan Yu where we talked about what's new in Vue.js, and that video is now up on Vue Mastery's YouTube channel. It's likely still common for developers to rely on jQuery when they need to add some interactivity to a page, since jQuery doesn't require a boilerplate, build tools, or module bundlers. Yeah, they should just use Vue instead, because it's so easy to just include that script tag and don't have to worry about build tools or modules. You are exactly right, and that's what a new article on SitePoint argues, that Vue doesn't have to be a headache for a small project like most other JavaScript frameworks would be. In the article, Nielsen Jacques takes a simple example, codes it up in jQuery, and then recreates it in Vue step-by-step to show how Vue is really the better option. If you ever want to create a Vue.js component that loads an Instagram feed of images, Nora Brown recently wrote up a great post showing how to create a simple component library that fetches images using Axios and creates a beautiful responsive layout using CSS Grid. Anything unique about this implementation? Well, I took two things away from this tutorial. Sometimes you might want to use Vue's built-in directives like vif, but you don't want to add an extra div in your HTML to clutter it all up with another div. How might you do that? Um, maybe you could use the template element? Yeah, the template element can be used as an invisible wrapper to do exactly this. You can write conditionals using VF, but not have the element it's attached to show up in the DOM. Also, it was great to see how you can use CSS custom properties with CSS Grid to style a component in a way that would make it easily reusable and easy to change the way it's displayed, even from within DevTools. GitLab is a web-based Git repository manager with a wiki and issue tracking features. And if you've used GitLab pages before, you know that you can use any static site generator to create a website for your GitLab projects. Oh, any static site generator. So like maybe even ViewPress? Exactly. So now you can use ViewPress for your GitLab pages. A new Medium post by Philippe Charrier shows you how to quickly create your site. At some point in your Vue career, hopefully you start to write more tests. So does this mean you're not writing tests for your Vue code? <laughs> Uh, I'm not yet, but I will get there, I promise. Yeah, someday. When we're profitable. Right, right. I bring it up because Stefan Ladin wrote up a great post this week showing the simplest way to get started with Mocha and Webpack on a basic Vue application using a single file component with Vue Loader. So how easy is it? <laughs> well, it's pretty simple. And if you're coming over from other languages using the describe, it, and expect syntax, it feels very familiar. I'm getting flashbacks from using RSpec with Ruby. Now, if only you would start writing them. Ah, uh, shush. When it comes to mobile development using JavaScript, React has... React Native. And Vue has... Native Script Vue. Yep, and if you're considering starting your first week's project, you could benefit from learning from another developer's experience. A new Codeburst article by Apurav Shauhan shares some of the roadblocks and gotchas he encountered while working with weeks. And in case you're interested, he also shares the same about his experience with React Native. There's a few ways to create a hybrid application using Vue, meaning one Vue codebase which can deploy to web, iOS, Android, maybe even Windows Mobile. 
And last week, Valerio Caponia wrote up a short article showing how he was able to get up and running using Apache Cordova to do just this. So what exactly does Cordova give you? Well, Cordova is a free and open source solution that lets you create mobile apps using HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. So if I want to take a Vue web app and package it for distribution on the App Store or as an Android app, this would be a good solution? Yeah, this way you're using Vue.js everywhere. Take a read through Valerio's blog post if you want to give it a try. A single page application is exactly as it sounds. It's a single page, and different views composed of various components are displayed based on where the user is in your app at the given time. Right. So to the user, it seems like you're visiting different pages of the app, but they're really just seeing different views presented within the same single page. Yep. And in order for your users to navigate around your app, the easiest solution is Vue's own View Router, which allows a user to be routed to different views. If you're new to using View Router, a Medium article by Saeed Hayani walks through building a simple app with it. It starts out with the basics, showing you how to load different components based on your routes. Then it gets a little more complex with parameter-based routing. As you might imagine, with a name like MobX, it has a lot of the same behaviors as Vuex, and it has its own reactivity engine. Yeah, it seems to be pretty popular in the React world. And last week, Quitos wrote up a tutorial showing how the MobX Vue library integrates MobX into Vue. So this would override Vue's reactivity system? Exactly. It basically turns Vue into a pure template rendering system. This way, you have a universal data layer, MobX, and it becomes easy to perhaps migrate to another Vue-like framework someday. So the author isn't saying that MobX is more powerful than Vue's reactivity system? No, it's really quite similar, and it seems like the trade-offs are negligible, except for the fact that you might be able to migrate away from Vue easier someday and keep MobX. Still, it was interesting to see and learn about a different implementation of the reactivity system we've come to be comfortable with. Speaking of the reactivity system, if you want to improve your debugging skills on your path to view mastery and learn about how Vue's reactivity and mounting system works internally, be sure to check out my advanced components course over on viewmastery.com. And you have some content coming out with Evan soon, right? Yeah, I sat down with Evan Yu about two weeks ago in New York and recorded him talking about the Vue internals. This wisdom we captured will be available to subscribers shortly over on ViewMastery.com. Just as a reminder, when you become a ViewMastery subscriber, 25% of your paid subscription goes directly to the Vue project itself. Last month, we donated over a thousand bucks to the project. Pretty awesome. Thanks for listening to the Vue News Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for the latest news in the Vue community.